There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Well, sit up for this and make sure you're sitting down because I'm doing Cuddle Club Live, the first live show. It's at 21 Soho. That's the venue in town. And it's on the 12th of December. That's the date in the calendar. Ooh la la. Get yourself there. Tickets go on sale today. I've got a very good guest. But what we do is we drip feed it so we can advertise it more. So I'll tell you about them later. I'd love to see you there. Snowed for everyone. Well, round up everybody, get the family in the sitting room and light the fire because it's another edition of Cuddle Club. Yes, the podcast that started as a joke and we're still going. This week I'm talking to my friend, comedian, actor, writer, Jack Barry. He's in Feel Good, he's supporting May Martin on tour at the moment and you'll see him on lots of things. He also is very good at getting adverts and he's a lovely boy. We talk about nudist beaches, um, ding-dongs being red, you know, and his cat's got AIDS, it's that sort of thing. So um, I'll see you in there. Jack Barry, the Basler. I'm out of nicknames already. I thought that was good. <laughs> that was a good run. <laughs> I thought I was going to go on forever, and, I, and then I was like, "Oh no, I'm stuck." What are you, J Man? J Man, yeah. Um, do, I don't really have any nicknames actually. Do I? Piece of, sh- piece of shit. We've just called you. Yeah, straight, straight white trash, <laughs> steaming bag of trash. <laughs> that's that's not... one that I'm trying to get going. Well, that's well, well, I could uh, lovely boy. Lovely boy, I'll take lovely boy. Lovely boy, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I used to when I was at school in the football team. I um, I tried to get my own nickname going. Yeah, I was playing defence. I was like, nothing can get past me because I'm the barricade. <laughs> and uh, and oh. I kept on referring to myself as a barricade, hoping it would catch on, but oh. <laughs> no one took it up. That's lovely. How long did you try and sort of keep it going for? Oh, a term, I'd yeah. say at least. <laughs> you know. September to Christmas, and then uh, oh. come Christmas, it was like, this isn't going to happen. Is this going to be a Christmas present for me? No, better, do you, better retire it. Do you play football now? I do. I, I like to, but my I've got bad knees. Mm. My knees keep hurting. Mm. Um, I played, um, I tore my lig- my ACL, my cruciate ligament in my knee a couple of years ago. On a, working on a team, were you in 11-ish on ITV2? No, do you remember, I was remember the only 11-ish? Comedian not, yeah, I was the only comedian not on it, weirdly. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe you were lucky. 
<laughs> but it was uh, we in in the rap part, like when, after the rap of eleven ish, we played like a cast versus crew football game, and I tore my ligament. Oh <laughs> no! It's never been the same since. So I do like playing football, but I can't really because of my I've got knees um, of an year old. I'm going to get you a t-shirt saying the barricade. <laughs> oh please! <laughs> and then I'll play again, and then my yeah. knees will break. And we I'll should be get around. Mark Silcox to do that actually, because he's always making t-shirts for people. He's a good t-shirt maker. Mm, yeah. Mm. I, well, yeah. And of comedian. all the nicknames, I'm not sure if that's the one that I want to bring back. But oh, I'll, what, I'll what, take what, it. Well, not the piece of shit one, surely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steaming trash bag. I think. I think that would look good on a t-shirt. Um, okay. Are you ready for the quick fire round? Okay. Yeah. Is that how we leap straight in? We just leap straight in. Yeah. We've done the okay. we've done the general chat. We've done the general chat at the top. Oh, that was it. <laughs> Yeah, unless there's anything else you um, you want to add to the general chat. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm concerned about climate change. Yeah, we keep it light here. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We'll move on oh, from oh, that uh, Though there was a man once, and I would like listeners to, um, if anyone knows more about this, because I can't be expected to do my own dirty research, but there was a man who made a car that was completely sort of running on air. On air? Something like that. And he was... Um, <laughs> He was bumped off. So it didn't use any fuel and then someone killed him because there's so much money in the fossil fuels. Really? Yeah. Do you want to Google okay. it? Because I can't be bothered. You're heavy on the specifics here. <laughs> Man got killed for making car that runs on air or something like that. Something like that. Someone, someone that's read a few more books or a bit smarter, get in touch if you know about this man who did a car on air or something similar. Could it be water? We don't know, but think about... Could have been chip fat? Wasn't there a chip fat car? Oh, yeah, but this was more like nothing. More, and then, more revolutionary. Chip yeah, fat's not going to get you killed. No one gives pe- a shit about chip fat. Well, exactly. But also no one has chip fat anymore for the 80s. Do you think? Yeah, well, because people aren't frying their own chips at home. Give us a text or a tweet if you still use chip fat. <laughs> Why is it 80s? Is that just because people oven bake chips now? Yeah, 80s, We've revolutionised the oven bake chip. We don't yeah, need to fry them anymore. I remember when I was very young, adverts about chip pan fire. I remember them. Do you? Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking it was a big issue. Big issue of the day. It's a simpler yeah. time. Yeah. But I've never seen anyone cook chips like that, just like with a pan of oil. I mean, you're my asking m- for trouble. My mum used to when, when we were little, and my ex-boyfriend's dad did set the house on fire. Really? Um, twice, yeah. But he was drinking at the time. Doesn't drink now. Well done to him. And um, the him. cat saved him. Was he trying him. to drink the fat? He's just... <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was he the said... problem. No, but his cat, Tabarese, saved him. Really? Yeah, It like the fire was in the kitchen and the cat like clawed his face until he woke up and then put the fire out. Fuck, that, that, happened, that happened here with my neighbour. What? My neighbour, like, there's like, she hasn't even got a cat, but there's like a really nice cat that lives on the estate. It's called Kit Kat and it just wanders around and she's really friendly. And um, my neighbour, she, well, basically, she's had it, she's had like a brain aneurysm Mm. and um, she's got, she had this like electric blanket that looked like it was the first electric blanket that was ever made and it caught fire. And luckily, Kit Kat went into the house and then came running out of the house really fast. And Hazel was like, What was that? Went inside and the fucking bed was on fire. Wow. Yeah. And she lives there. So we would have been in big trouble. 
moving oh, for no. the cat. Oi, don't mm. put your house on fire if you can avoid. Oi. Yeah, that's a good that's a good message for the podcast, I'd say. Cuddle recipe number 101. Take two arms, uh, wrap them around something and don't let go. Unless the person asks you to let go. Or animal. Anyway, are you ready for the quick fire round? Yes, okay, I'm ready for the quick fire round. What's your dream bicycle? My dream bicycle? Mm. <laughs> you look so cute when you said that. You looked as if like, finally, someone's taking me seriously. <laughs> someone's asking me the questions I want. I like those ones where you sit back and you've got like a wide handlebar. Mm. I don't like... What I don't like about bikes is how far forward you have to sit. It feels very mm. threatening with your bum mm. up in the air. I want one where my bum is low and my, yeah. my head is high. Yeah, that's yeah, what I want. Yeah, yeah. Head so up, that's... bum down, legs akimba, get yourself yeah. pedaling. Arms wide. Arms wide. Uh, yeah. What should I ask other people in the quick fire round? <laughs> <laughs> well, better than these questions. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Favourite swan. Right, favourite swan. That's going down. Um, <laughs> no, I write new questions every time. You know, it's more work than you'd imagine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? Looked out the window, saw a bicycle. <laughs> what kind of bicycle do you want? <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dream bicycle? Is a very cute question, though, isn't it? <laughs> like your little it's face. Very cute. They couldn't see your face, obviously, but that your face lit up. Then, um, how do you feel about the word cuddle? Love the word cuddle. Do you? Yeah, I feel like it does exactly what it says on the tin, doesn't it? Mm, it sounds mm. like a sort of cute kind of. It just sounds like it is. I would say big time. You into yeah. them? Love them. Love cuddles with anyone. Yeah, anyone will. Anyone will have me. Really, you just consenting you cuddles. Just... Yeah, I like a good hug. I like. I'm a hugger. I don't like. You do like give handshakes. You do give a lovely hug. You're yeah. a very warm guy. And people are queuing around the fucking block to get a hug of you, aren't they? Well, I hope so. You got the, the the secret is you got to mean it. Yes, you gotta commit to a hug. That is the secret. Do you know what? That's never come up in four series or really. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I don't think so. But I forget what I've said last week. But you have you 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 got you've got to mean it. You actually are being paid sort of for your hugs at the moment, aren't you? I'm being paid for my hugs. Sort of. Well, the meet and greet element where you're supporting May Martin on tour. Well, that's true. I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly photos rather than rather than hugs. But I suppose you put your heart, your arm round when you're doing oh, a photo right. a meet and greet. Oh, no, actually, I just been, I just went to Spain to visit Martina's family. And um, a couple of them said, I'm the only Englishman who gives... Uh, normal hugs. What <laughs> and do you mean? Giri. They call us giris in Spain. I never I heard this word before. Giri is like it's a bit like a gringo, but in Spain they call like French people and German and sort of like North European people, white white people. Mm. And they were like, "You're the only giri who gives a decent hug." And <gasps> what's like, it? Because I mean it. It's because commit. Commit to it, but, but like most people, are they frigid? Cu- cuddles and i think like so England. yeah 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 i think the, i think the, the brits have a reputation for you know doing like a little bit of an army one yeah yeah yeah. It's too yeah. much arms you, yeah. you need to get chest 
and shoulders involved. Do you know what I mean? Get your whole you body involved. Get your whole body involved. You can't just do like a sort of forearm. It's a bit, it's too bony. Yeah. It's like, but, it's like maybe, Voldemort hugging. Maybe we do that. I uh, say so we, I mean English people, English and German or whatever, because we're worried about how it's going to be received or whatever. Yeah, maybe. You don't want to like overcommit to someone who's wincing. Maybe that, maybe that says a lot about us. We're so scared to open ourselves up to people mm. that we then end up coming across as very closed off and unemotionally available. Well, wait maybe, till maybe. wait till Martina's family meet me and have a little squeeze. And then they'll they'll have to reassess everything. Go on, take us back then. History, the past, memories. When stuff was cheaper, then. Woolworths. Coffee wasn't a good. <laughs> Instant coffee. Is it the war? It's not the war, is it? First cuddle you remember? Mm, probably my sister, I guess. Oh, you guys are quite close, aren't you? Yeah, I just remember her being born. I suppose that's like my earliest memory, and I'm pretty sure I gave her a cuddle. Were you livid? When, was I livid that she'd been born? Yeah. No, I think I was quite excited. You didn't I think, think I was. I was ready for it. I don't remember being... I don't think I was like a jealous kid. I think I was I was in love when, when, as soon as she popped out. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to smother my little brother with a pillow when I was younger. In a loving way or a no, deadly sort of way? No, it's a death way. Really? Well, actually, I don't think I wanted to at all, but I would have nightmares that I was doing that, and I think that was my subconscious, like, sort oh, of thinking. you were fearful that you might, that you might do it. Yeah, or maybe my subconscious was like, oh, it'd be better if he was... No, because I really loved him, actually, when he was a really cute little baby. Did it's I want natural. To... It's natural. You don't it's want natural. to share. You don't yeah. want to share mum and dad. Well, also, that was his dad. So, of course, his dad favourited him because we weren't really his kids and he didn't really like us so I think (laughs) (laughs) so you really were being replaced (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. yeah. all of those feelings of insecurity ever as a child were were actually bang on the money (laughs) yeah Yeah. but um I think if if it was um you know full blood brother you know I'd be well excited you'd be be locked in yeah How'd, how'd you get on now with your brother Shall we move on? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. Everyone's great now. We all get on now. What a lovely story. Is he story. trying to be a comedian? Do you no, feel jealous no. about him for that now? No, I don't feel jealous about him at all. I just want the best for him. He's lovely. What um, if he got given his own show on Channel 4? Would you oh, no, I really would not ever be jealous of my brothers now. It was more... Like, you know, you just want the best for everyone, don't you, as you get older? Sorry, I thought you meant when you were thinking about smothering them with the pillow. No, I think... You want your best I, for everyone when you're smothering it, them with the pillow. I think it was a fear because my mum and dad also said there's a soft bit at the top of a baby's head which you can put your finger through and kill them instantly. The fontanella. I, <laughs> I was so scared of... Because you know when you're like seven or something, you take it all really literally and you're like, I could kill this baby and you're so scared that you might accidentally... Yeah, that you might mm-hmm. just touch it, like even like, and then that would be it. Yeah. My, I used to get, this is so stupid, but my, my, my cousin told me once, that if you get stung by three hornets in your life, then you'll die. Oh, and I think he meant like, if like at the same time, but I yeah. thought they like accrued... And I saw a hornet, a hornet on holiday and I was like, if I get stung now, I might forget about it. And then in 20 years time, I'll just get stuck by another one. I'll just drop dead. I thought it just was like, 
you had like three lives, like a computer game. Yeah. And I was like, how am I going to remember that I've been stung by a hornet? Kids never say, like kids worry about the maddest things and then they never really tell anyone either. So no one can say to them, no, that's not right. That's and they mad. just keep it in their little head and then they get really like bugged out. Yeah. And then it erodes you and turns you into a deeply flawed adult. Oh, yeah, and then you start doing stand-up comedy. If any <laughs> children are listening to this podcast, seems unlikely, t- tell someone what y- you're thinking What's about because it's on. probably wrong. You're probably yeah. wrong, no offence. but You need putting straight. You you're, don't know you're, anything. You're thinking mad things. You're idiots. Yeah, your brain is rattling around with useless nonsense and you need it straightened out. <laughs> This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Well, you could put this music under anything. Right, it's time for... The touch quiz. So I think about touching something and you have five questions to, well, work it out. Okay. Is it animal, vegetable, mineral? What's a person? Animal. Animal. So it's a person. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Is it a um, famous person? Yeah. What Is circles it... do you move in? <laughs> <laughs> Is it an alive person? Yes. Is it a male person? Yes. Is it Brett Goldstein? It's Peter Andre. Oh! <laughs> the same. They're basically the same. They're basically the same, yeah. They're, basically, they're so similar. I wish I was friends with Peter Andre as well, I suppose. I suppose, I suppose we all do. I've just started a gym again, so I guess I'm one step closer to Peter Andre. You start at a gym. Is that how it works? Once yeah. you get to a certain level of ripness, he just appears. 
<laughs> yeah, I think like, so, yeah. Like a shredded fairy. <laughs> He's not, he, put it this way, like attracts like, you know, when I get my pectoral yeah. muscles yeah. hardened. <laughs> <laughs> Once you can bounce a coin off them, then he'll be there. <laughs> And now it's time for Terrific Spirific. And now it's time for Terrific Specifics. Uh, have you got any good stories about being chatted up or chatting someone up? Um, I'm not very good at chatting people up. I remember when I, when I was... Um, is this a good story? I don't know. But I remember one time when I was in Freshers' Week at university... And I went to my first and only ever foam party <laughs> at this nightclub. And I was dancing in a foam party. And then this girl like sort of came up to me and she was like, ooh, like dancing up to me. And I was like, okay. And then she like started taking off my shirt. And I was like, ooh, this is getting pretty hot and heavy. And then she just threw my shirt away into the crowd. And oh, then no. she disappeared and just sort of walked off. So I was like, oh, right, oh, okay. No. So then I went to the bar and then genuinely this girl like comes over and she's like oh okay you know she's like giving me a look being like oh he thinks he fancies himself he's turned up without a shirt on oh, and then no. i was like i promise i i had a shirt but a girl took it from me and threw it away it was like a meet cute scene in a film <laughs> i was like trust me yeah <laughs> this girl took my shirt and she was like yeah right and i was like trust me if you go and try and take a shirt. You're an attractive girl. If you try and take a shirt off a man, he's not going to say no. I bet you could do it. So she was like, okay, fine, I'll bet you. So she goes away and then comes back like a couple minutes later and is like, take this, take this, and just like hands me a shirt. And then no. this like shirt, shirtless guy comes up after her um, being like, where's my shirt? And then she just like ignored him. And then he in the end went away. And then I was like, oh, great you got me a shirt so I put on this guy's shirt and I was like let me get you a drink and she was like no no let me get you a drink so then she buys me a drink and then I literally had the drink and I was like okay thanks bye no <laughs> why why I don't know I just didn't realize that we were flirt. I was so no. I was such a virgin <laughs> in my in freshers I was very much still a virgin and I just had no idea about like flirtation or anything and it was only like the next day when i was playing it all through in my head that i was like ah, oh, that was that was flirting no. she was keen what was oh, i thinking idiot but yeah. a lovely new shirt but then i hope the other lovely guy found shirt. your shirt somewhere i, I think then... so i think i think the shirts all sort of circulated and, yeah. and everybody came up with something at the end <laughs> my ocd can't let go of the other shirt on the floor yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like a one-way ticket to Cuddle City Central, please. Okay. You and your life partner, girlfriend, well, we've mentioned her, but you have an open relation, right? We do, yeah. It's very modern, it's very funky, <laughs> it's very fresh. <laughs> do you ever get jealous of each other? Tell me the pros and cons. Pros and cons. Pros, it's great. Cons, <laughs> none. <laughs> really? You never get it's jealous? Like, not yet. I wouldn't say jealous. The first couple of times we both got with someone else, I think I felt worried rather than jealous. I feel like everyone sort of tells you that 
if you ever have sex with someone else, then your relationship's never going to be the same again and you're going to lose some of the specialness. And I think, even though I didn't really believe that, I think in the back of my head I was still kind of worried that that might be true. So, yes, just like the first times we got with anyone, I just kind of panicked a bit and I was just like, oh, my God, are we going to lose something? Is it not going to be the same anymore? Mm. And then you realise doesn't make any fucking difference whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, you know, love is not a finite resource. That Especially is sex true. is not a finite resource. Just because you love one person doesn't mean you can't love someone else the same amount. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You love your friends and your family. That doesn't detract from your love for your partner. Yeah. Um, and just the, the, the addition of a sexual relationship um, shouldn't, cheapen it in any sort of way I don't think do you, um, and do it seems you, like an odd thing that people fixate on when they yeah. get married they're like I'm only gonna have one penis for the rest of my life yeah and it's like, you don't why like you don't yeah. have to <laughs> don't limit yourself don't limit yourself yeah but, but I, no, I, no in terms of jealousy not really like I think it isn't quite natural I think we are sort of taught to feel jealousy but I don't think yeah. it's a I don't think it's like a natural emotion. I do think it's a taught emotion, a learned emotion. Oh, really? Um, I think so. I mean, there's, I mean, no one knows for sure, but, you know, yeah. there's sort of like evolutionary theories that we didn't evolve to be monogamous. And, you know, most of the history of monogamy is largely rooted in like forming alliances, you know. So if, if your land wants to control some more land, then you marry off someone so that you can like form an alliance with like another land yeah and the idea of just like marrying someone you know just to part I mean it's not it's not like a natural thing really I mean there's all that thing about like apes and generally like the more sexual partners an ape has in its life the bigger its genitalia is comparatively what? to the rest of its body yeah so B like gorillas, vaginas like and penises, or penis, penises, penises. Right, right, right. So like a gorilla, like the silverback gorilla, he's like the alpha male, and he has the whole thirty women to himself. Blimey! And, Why is it always and, thirty women to one man? What like? Well, it is if you're a gorilla, and a gorilla has a very small penis. Whereas a gibbon has the biggest penis of all the apes and they all fuck all each other. They're all fucking each other all the time. Yeah. And basically the more, the more like partners, the, the more, the more fucking like different sharing fucking that they're doing as apes, the bigger the penis they have. And comparatively humans have a bigger penis to um, a lot. So it would suggest that we're sort of built to fuck apes. Um, uh, fuck apes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck loads of gibbons, basically. Um, but anyway, I, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but like, I don't know, I just feel like it's not that healthy to be jealous anyway, is it? Do you get no, jealous? No, it's, it's really not, no. no but, like, you, um, shouldn't be je you shouldn't be jealous of your partner anyway, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I think those kind of relationships where, you know, people get jealous if their partner's talking to somebody else or being too friendly with somebody else. That's pretty yeah. toxic. Yeah. And so it's like, where on the on the spectrum do you fall? And I yeah. just, I'm inclined to think, well, no jealousy whatsoever would be good. So wow. I shouldn't be jealous if my partner's fucking someone else. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> what, Simple um, as that. What have you got any rules in place at all? Um, any rules? Not really. We sort of just discuss everything when it comes up to see how we both feel. But no, we don't have any 
rules, I wouldn't say. Mm. I'm not supposed to get off with my ex-girlfriend, <laughs> but I don't, there's not much chance of that happening anyway. Okay, uh, good. Right, right, right. <laughs> Lovely. Well, one of my mum's friends had an open marriage back in the 70s. Yeah, and? No, on that occasion, if you're both, the great thing about you two is you're both, you're both very evenly matched. So you're both into it. You're both um, like love each other. It's not, whereas this one was more like she was into the marriage and he was into an open marriage. And then mm. she just said yes to keep him. And then he mm, went off. I think that's the, that is the that's danger. danger. And then he went off with someone else eventually when he got feelings for someone that he was sleeping with and then couldn't be without her. And then... They're still together, though, so... I think, unfortunately, that is, like, the stereotype, I think, is, like, everyone who, you know, every every time you see anything, even on Twitter, about polyamory, everyone's like, yeah, okay, but one person wants it more than the other no, one. No, but, yeah, I have thought that because of the documentaries and stuff, but then another friend's parents are still together now, and they've lived a polyamorous life for, like, 35 years or something. Yeah, so, I think it can happen. I mean, fucking 50% of monogamous marriages end in divorce. That's true. And even yes. a lot of the ones that don't end in divorce, they're not particularly happy. It's more than it's that. It's not I like think. monogamy yeah. is like this tried and tested method that works every time. Yeah, and like, also lots of people have affairs, and that's the most selfish way to go because you're denying your partner having a lovely time. So yeah, completely. And you're getting yours, and it's like really, that's yeah. horrible. That's my worst. And I, and I feel like yeah. usually when when that kind of thing, heartbreaking thing happens in a relationship, it's the lying that is the worst bit. Right? Rather than yeah, the sex, yeah, really, and also you could so you could have a lovely um, polyamorous relationship, and then so what? You split up thirty years down the line, but that might have happened anyway, and at least you've both yeah. had fun. Yeah, exactly. I just don't think there's any hard and fast rules yeah. in life, and certainly not in relationships. And I just feel like everyone should figure Chill out, out what Chill they out. want with their just communicate as much as possible with your partner. Figure out what you both really want. Yeah. And you can make it up as you go along, you know? Well, let me tell you now, my boyfriend isn't going to touch another woman as long as I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's, right. And that's that's just right for (laughs) us. That's just right for us. (laughs) I hate to be all groovy, but have you heard of the movies? Best on screen cuddle? Best on-screen cuddle. Have you seen My Neighbour Totoro? <laughs> no, no. I thought you were going to say, if you see My Neighbour, and then I can't remember the name of the woman, then it really set us up on fire. My Neighbour Hazel? No, no. no. Um, I haven't seen it, but go on. Do you know what? I did have a... It wasn't really a cuddle, but my friend, my neighbour Hazel, who's had the, the brain aneurysm, um, in, the, in the first lockdown, I was reading a book on the roof, and she came over and she was like, do you want to feel something weird? And then she made me touch. She's got a, dr- a hole drilled in the top of her <gasps> head. And I wow. literally could feel this like perfect hole like wow. on the top of her head. But no, best on screen, yeah. My neighbor Totoro, the, the Studio Ghibli, the Japanese film, the cartoon. Where yeah. He's like the big, you've seen him. He's no. very famous. And he's like a big troll, a big fluffy troll. And the yeah. kids like cuddle him. He's like this gigantic fluffy beast. And I'm always like, that looks like a good cuddle. Oh, that's a good <laughs> answer. Okay, have you ever had a best or weirdest or worst cuddle? I mean, I have very good cuddles with my cat. He was sitting here early. I was going to show him to you, but he's, he's gone in the kitchen. He's old and he's got AIDS and now he's got diabetes as well. Oh, he's shit. fallen apart, bless him. <laughs> he's very sweet and he's very cuddly. 
He just sits on you like well, that, and he's just you, a big fluffy boy. You do, you've got to get those cuddles in before he goes to another farm, haven't oh, you? Oh, well, yeah. I, hope, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I feel like he's going to limp along for a while, but meanwhile I've got to inject him with insulin twice oh, a day. No, it's the Ed Gamble <laughs> of the cat world. Yeah, I saw Ed the other day, and I was like, you're like my cat. From cradle to podcast, maybe the true listening is with our hearts. Well, before you go, Jack, I've got to give you your cuddle type. This is a new fancy bit of kit. What happens okay. is it's a cuddle calculator. And oh. yeah, it's quite good, actually. Here we go. Your cuddle type is the bear. The care bear doing it bear. It's very rare and it's lovely to share. And that's your cuddle type, the bear. That sounds very nice. I'll that, take the bear. That's a nice one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend used to say I was like a bear when, when we were at university. And for cuddle reasons, actually. So and that's pretty for, spot on. For cuddle reasons, yeah. yeah. And it's doing it bare. That's a, the polyamory. And it's very rare. And it's oh. lovely to share. So I'm doing it bare. I didn't realize. Okay, so I, <laughs> naked cuddle. Sometimes. Not all Sometimes. the time. Okay. It's, no, no, no. You judge when it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When? I've it, asked. It, when you've, it's very classy. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But to be fair, that's like all of us. Um, me and Lucy Pearman go skinny dipping. Oh, great. It's very freeing, that. In the sea? Uh, sea, river, uh, virgin active, swimming pool, just wherever we can. I love skinny dipping. I went skinny dipping in Greece when I went on holiday with May. We had a pool. I went skinny dipping in there quite a lot. Oh, it's very, um, it's the most freeing feeling, isn't it? It's very freeing. My problem, Lou, so mm. I went to, last summer I went to, I ended up at a nudist beach near Hastings. Mm. And I really wanted to get naked at the nudist beach, but it was a really hot sunny day. And I burn very easily. I, oh, I've got pale skin. I burn yeah. every bit of my body except one because it's never seen the sun before. <sighs> and that is my, my willy. Your ding dong. And, and I was too scared because I was like, it's going to burn immediately if I get my, 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 my shorts off. Yeah. But you can't exactly put sun cream on it because that looks, you can't sit on the, on the beach creaming your willy. That's no. very suggestive. Yeah. So um, I ended up being a square and just keeping my shorts on on the nudist beach, but I felt uh, I felt bad. I wonder how many people have burnt their ding dongs on the beach. Must be common. And I guess it's another thing that I've got to Google this afternoon. So um, yeah, but be careful how you Google that though, because you might get some fairly awful I results. <laughs> <laughs> but the penis, and I'll leave I'll leave everyone with this, is redder than the rest of the body. And I'd love to know why. What, like the end? The end of the penis? Have I seen more angry ones than... Yeah, I think just when, when, when the penis sees you, it starts glowing. It glows. <laughs> it glows it... Like, like a lightsaber. I think that's something that you do. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for talking to me. And uh, I guess it's goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, I guess it's goodbye. Thanks, Lou. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was Jack Barry. What a lovely lad, man. Sorry that he's a white straight man, but he feels bad about it. And that's the best that we can hope for. 
Um, he's doing a run at the Soho Theatre and then he's doing a very short tour, just I think four dates around the UK. So go to his website, jackbarry.co.uk and find out some more information. That's French for information. So yeah, so like, yeah, like really want to just say thanks for listening. Thanks for following at Colour Club Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And thanks for following Jack Barry. And thanks for staying so special. And yes, bye-bye. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.